This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Ah, yes, corn. The sweet corn on the cob that we know and love today began as a wild grass in southwestern Mexico thousands of years ago. And native peoples throughout the Americas cultivated the grain, which over time became the more recognizable summer staple. But today we're going to talk about a different kind of corn, and that's the beloved salty snack that's synonymous with movie theaters and movie nights and many a girl dinner. Now, the caramel and peanuts sweet treat at baseball games, the get-your-fingers-greasy-and-cheesy Chicago mix, you get it. We're talking about popcorn. So for National Popcorn Day, we're joined by Matt Helms, who owns Ella and Ollie Popcorn Farm in southern Illinois with his wife, Michelle. Matt, welcome to Reset. Thanks for having me. So we are super excited to have this conversation. First of all, I'm a huge popcorn lover, so when I heard that today was going to be National Popcorn Day, I knew we had to talk about it on the show, Matt, for sure. I mean, my first job ever was at a movie theater. I was, you know, I worked the concession stand. I I remember the first time I got the chance to be the one to pop the popcorn, if you can believe it, which was many, many years ago. And uh, and, yeah, for sure. And and when my kids were younger, I mean, I, I took on the gig of being the popcorn lady. And, you know, I was doing this like after school fundraiser thing. So I, I'm, I'm obsessed. <laughs> How about you? Well, you're, we are absolutely obsessed. And it's interesting. Just listen to your stories. There's so many people we encounter every day and every week that have these fond memories and experiences really? that are cemented related to popcorn. And okay, so it's not just me. We got to where we are. <laughs> so I'm not the only I'm not the only one. Uh, well, your family, you've been at this for a long time. Uh, your family's been farming in Belleville, Illinois, which is just across the border from St. Louis, since the 1850s. So you got to tell us the story of how Ella and Ollie's came to be. Yeah, you bet. Well, like you said, um, our family's been in agriculture for now seven generations. We've got the seventh generation, my nephew Skyler, on the farm. And um, our, our farm base, my parents are still on the farm. And, you know, lots of farming conversations at family holiday dinners and as we were thinking my wife and i a few years ago we love farming mm-hmm. um i personally love plants and crops but was really interested in a way that we could take a product that would connect with consumers um we we grow regular field corn on our farm as well as soybeans and that's fun but having the opportunity to interact with individuals families and businesses and consumers to provide an offering was something that appealed to us. So long story is we looked at three different business concepts and what really rung the bell at the end of the day was Michelle, our daughter, Lily and I were passionate about popcorn and that's kind of what beat out the other concepts. And we have these fond memories as a family I do with my grandpa growing up and that's how Ellen Ollie popcorn was born in 2017. Sounds wonderful. So I, I want you then, you're the guy to, to help me sort of dig through some of these technicalities here. So what's the difference, Matt, between field corn, sweet corn, and popcorn? Is it just the size? Yep. You know, for, they're all technically um, the same genus and species. They're different subspecies, but what it's it's the size of the kernel, it's the hardness of the kernel, and it's the use. So there's really four types of, of corn. 
you know, the corn when you're driving through the middle of Illinois or the country land, that's what people would call field corn or dent corn. Okay. Uh, it has a dent, like a dimple, uh, on those kernels, which like popcorn does not. Um, you can't pop that pop that uh, field corn, excuse me, and you can't eat it like sweet corn. Sweet corn is juicy. It never really fully matures, and that's what has that sugary, you know, great taste when you're boiling or grilling that sweet corn. Um Flint or Indian corn and popcorn are both quite similar. Mm -hmm. They have a harder shell, uh, but popcorn is the only one of those four types of corn that actually will pop. Ah, something else I learned that was new when I was preparing to talk with you is uh, about the varieties, mushroom and, and butterfly. Those are the most common, right? Yeah, there's two types of popcorn. It's, it's very interesting. So a lot of you know consumers don't realize this, but... The most popular is what's called butterfly popcorn. Mm -hmm. It's named that way. So if you think about the movie theater, what you enjoy at home, it has these irregular shapes or wings, yes. hence butterfly. Great for catching your seasonings, your salt, your butter, etc. But if you think about gourmet shops, whether it's Garrett's or whether it's Wally's down the road in Pontiac and have those ball-shaped popcorn balls that's what's called the mushroom those mm. gourmet shops that have caramel corn or kettle corn or cheesy chicago mix style corn they like those balls because they don't break off they look really good and has you know a great final product for the consumer i see tell us a bit more about the process of growing the corn you bet it's um it's somewhat similar to field corn. That was also another reason why, because of just the generations of knowledge of growing field corn in our family that appealed to um, evolving with Ellen Ali Popcorn Enterprise. But it really starts in the fall with the crop before we plant popcorn. After we harvest the prior crop, which is usually soybeans, we plant a cover crop. Usually it's ryegrass to mm -hmm. help control soil erosion. Uh, provides better soil tilth and health for that popcorn crop that'll be planted the next year. Um, we also plant popcorn after soybeans because it reduces things like diseases. Okay. We usually plant our popcorn with a planter. It's very high tech these days. My nephew is, is great with technology, so we can plug in the different varieties or hybrids of popcorn into our iPad and it tracks where in the field those different varieties are planted. And then we actually get updates through satellite imagery throughout the year of the crop health, the rainfall, and then we can measure the yield at the end of the year. Okay. Um, we, we do apply different fertilizers like nitrogen and phosphorus based upon each specific field and what its needs are. Um, but it's, it's very high tech yeah, and um, like all the way from you know planting it. But that's what appeals to um agriculture and food production mm -hmm. these days it's it's so much different it's so exciting because of the technology and then again being able to take our family history and legacy to provide a really cool experience high quality product to right. consumers is is really fun yeah i mean we know popcorn's synonymous as i mentioned with movies and movie theaters and you actually supply your corn to movie theaters which i think is very cool matt uh, where else do you distribute yeah, we have different customers. We have over about 150 different locations that we sell to um, across Illinois, St. Louis, the United States. We sell to movie theaters. We sell to gourmet shops. Uh, we sell to quite a few. Think of your local neighborhood, low grocery store. Mm -hmm. They just do a great job. Uh, we have some multi-outlet chain grocery stores that we sell to as well. Um, I mentioned Wally's is, is a significant customer mm -hmm. as they're growing across the U.S. and just down the road there from Chicagoland. And then our online store is quite a big 
uh, hit as well. So those are the different segments, and each segment has a different need. So we have a different type of butterfly popcorn that we sell to the movie theaters versus a butterfly popcorn that we sell to the the specialty grocery stores that right. actually has heirloom genetics. Well, for the folks listening, I mean, do you have tips for us, the best at-home ways to popcorn? <laughs> you know, it, the first thing I would say is, um, you know, find what works for you. You know, we, we're, we're a popcorn-loving family, so we use the stovetop. We use the Whirly Popper, and it does a great job with a little bit of oil getting the maximum number of kernels to pop. But honestly, um, there's new tools out there. There's silicone microwave poppers that you can take the kernels and pop them in your microwave. Have a very fresh, healthy, or maybe a little guilty pleasure experience, depending on how you top it and season it. Um, I'll be honest, the silicone popper we probably use half the time because mm-hmm. it is very convenient. We throw it in the dishwasher. Even though we've been a true blue family, it yeah. hits the convenience button and the quality is phenomenal. Well, so your website, really the two. Your website yeah. mentioned that you have a, a method of popping on the grill there is you can actually um you can do a couple of things if you think about those old school popcorn poppers that would go over like coal furnaces or fire pits you can buy one of those um they sell them at you know your your lows and and of course online etc but you can do that over the grill you can put it in basically like a pan with aluminum foil um you're gonna have to play around with it a little bit based upon the heat to make sure you don't burn it usually Mm -hmm. like a medium heat on your grill uh, is something to do. But yeah, that's definitely, wow. again, part of the fun experience that so many people love about popcorn. Incredible. We'll leave it there. That's Matt Helms, who owns Ella and Ollie Popcorn Farm with his wife, Michelle. Thank you so much, Matt. Happy National Popcorn Day. Thank you. Happy National Popcorn Day.